It's a question we have all asked ourselves at one time or another. What is my purpose in life? And while we all have many gifts and desires that are unique to us as individuals, we were all created for this one purpose, to glorify God our Father. Romans 8.28 says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to His purpose. So in a world focused only on self, we want to shift the paradigm to be purposeful women of God. So join us as we change our focus from me to thee. Welcome to the Purposeful Women of God podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Tabitha. And we're so happy to be going into our second episode of Mind, Body, and Soul with you guys today. But first, how was your weekend? We had a fun weekend. We did. Reese's birthday was this weekend, so we were able to go and celebrate at like an inside playground place. So I think we had more fun than the kids Oh, did. yeah. The adults always have a lot of fun. And we did post, I did post that little video of us going down the slide. That's yes. so much fun. And I have to tell this story. So Ashley and Aaron were kind of competing against one another to climb up. It was like this blow-up mountain, mountain thing yeah. that you climb up to try and get to the top. And Ashley did it. And bless his heart, Aaron. <laughs> It was a good attempt. It was a good attempt. Sorry, Erin, I'm throwing you under the bus. But I had to say that it was just so funny. You might have to post that video yeah, later if, if he'll let if you. He, if he'll let me, I'll post it because I think it's kind of funny. Um, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. But there was some drama involved with the birthday party. What? You remember? No. Yeah, you do. The big shooting right oh, across gosh. the street. Yes. Good yes. Lord, y'all. So we, this was in Decula. We went to um, the place we went to. And if y'all have heard about it on the news, um, we come out and police everywhere. police everywhere. There's a helicopter flying over the place. And the investigator for the DA's office got shot just like right across the street from where we were yes. at the exact same time that Reese's party was going on. All this happened. And I'll just have to tell you, I grew up there. Yeah. That Ingalls, where that was blocked off, where all the cops were. That gas station that the cop pulled into after he got shot. I used to get biscuits there every morning on the way oh to school. Oh, my goodness. Like, so it was very that weird area for has me. changed a lot in the it's last It's changed years. a lot. But just seeing that, it was like, oh, my gosh. It was, it, it was very weird to me because I'm like, I grew up here. I used to go there. I used to – that was my first job, and it was yeah. just very odd. But, yeah, so – some drama unfolded, so it was a very eventful Friday night. Derek is traveling to Vermont for a vision trip for a future mission trip for our church. So he's there for a few days. He was able to preach in Vermont um, at a church there and just meeting with different local pastors there to see how our church can partner with them in the future. So That's I'm, cool. I'm by myself, but it's funny that today... Um, as we get into this episode, we're talking about rest. And I, I came in and I'm like, I am so tired. My dog kept me up all night. Um, I was trying to be nice and let him sleep in the room with me because usually he sleeps in his crate. <laughs> and he was up and down all night long. Finally, at like almost 2 o'clock this morning, I was like, you're going to your cage. And then he shook his cage all night long because he was mad at me. <laughs> well, if you weren't being a turd, you could be sleeping in the bed yes. with me right now. Yes. So anyway, I'm excited for Derek. I'm glad he is able to go on this trip, but we are ready for him to be Already home. ready for yeah. him to be back, right? Yeah. Well, in today's episode, our series of healthy living is continuing and we're tackling the topic of healthy bodies. I know. Okay. Don't tune uh. us out yet, right? <laughs> We have both acknowledged that this is a struggle for each of us. So, and, you know, according to our Instagram poll we did, 
just a few days ago, most of you feel the same way. Yeah. Our poll indicated that 75% of you felt like the health of your body was the greatest area of weakness for you when compared to your mind and your soul. Did that surprise you? No. Really? No, that it was the greatest weakness? Yeah, it no. surprised me. I think because, like, I know some of the people that I follow on Instagram yeah. and some that follow us, and mm-hmm. I'm like, look, from the outside looking in, I think yeah. I think they've got it all together, right. you know? And so I would think that they would feel more confident in this area. So but I think it just shows that all women, this is a big area that we all struggle in. Yeah, and that's why I guess it didn't surprise me because knowing just all the women that I know, no matter how they look, they're always, they're still, they're never happy, right? Or yeah, satisfied with their body. Or, ourselves. Right. There's something, some area that, oh, I just wish this was better. Yeah. I mean, I'm the same way. So yeah. I, I constantly, I always say that, well, if I get to this size yeah. or if I get to, to this goal weight or then I'm going to be happy. I'll be happy. But and I'm not. not. I'm yeah. not because, you know. You know, I've, I've gotten back smaller, but I, I still have a stomach after two over nine pound babies. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I hate this. You yeah. know? So, so we all struggle with yeah. that. That reminds me, I went out to, Derek and I went out to dinner one night and he was just observing other people and like women walking by, you know, you think men would gawk at them or right. whatever. But he said, I just saw like somebody walk by and every single woman that was sitting there turned and looked, and at, looked at her. Like we are yeah. constantly <laughs> in judgment of ourselves, but in judgment of other Each people, other. like what are they wearing mm-hmm. or, and sometimes it's admiration, you right. know, like, wow, she looks really right. pretty. Yes. And so I like what she's got on or I like but her sometimes shoes or it's whatever. Like, oh, dang, I yeah. like it, you know? <laughs> yes. I wish I looked like I that or I whatever. Like that. But yeah. yeah, so out of all the topics we've talked about, this one is the most uncomfortable for me because I feel like an imposter talking about it because as I've I've said, this is the biggest struggle that I face. And I know, Ashley, you mentioned growing up that you were very slim. Mm-hmm. I was never as slim as Ashley was. Yeah, but, but you were tiny too, I was though. smaller, you and were. from the outside looking in, it appeared that I was a healthy person. Mm-hmm. You know, if people looked at me, they probably yes. would think that. But if you knew me, yeah. you know that I'm not. Because it, the truth is, when I was my smallest in high school, I would come home every day from school and make myself an afternoon snack. And if anybody knows me, you know that macaroni and cheese is my favorite. So I would yes. make a whole box of Kraft macaroni and cheese and eat the entire box. I mean, not the box itself, yes. but you know, all yes. the contents that was in it. Oh yeah, we the had to have okay. thing myself. Yeah. So sidebar on that, we we always knew Aunt Bobby for any family get together we had down at Mama's house was bringing the mac and cheese. Yes, because that's basically all Tabitha would eat. And I, but I didn't like the good like homemade mac <laughs> no, and cheese. I like the, the craft macaroni cheese, and cheese. Mac and cheese. Yes. Yeah, but then I would so I would come home from school. I would eat that. I'd take a nap, and then I'd be ready to go out with my friends. And those unhealthy habits have carried on into my adult life and when you don't have a metabolism it just doesn't work yeah the same, does it yeah it's not the same <laughs> as it was back when I was 18 19 20 years old um do you feel that oh, as well because yeah. I don't think any of us really grew up eating healthy I don't know of anybody in our family that really grew up <laughs> eating healthy but it, it all started with you know our parents didn't probably eat the healthiest but they didn't have the snacks and right so like because they were all tiny growing yeah up. they were all tiny but they didn't have the snacks and stuff and us growing up, like, I guess what saved us, my mom cooked every meal. We didn't yeah. eat out all the time. 
Um, but we did snack. I mean, my dad's a big junk food person, so we always had little yeah. Debbies and stuff in the house. <laughs> and we didn't drink Oat water growing house. up. Water? Yeah. Like, I, never, the, I don't I remember drink ever water. drinking water. Only, I'm sure, my mom will probably dispute that. She'll probably tell me that I did, but I don't ever. The I only remember, time I remember was taking a, a, you know, a thermos to a basketball game, and I would yeah. have water in it. But other than that, we didn't keep bottled water yeah, or anything in the house. Milk it was, all the time. <laughs> yeah, talking about ours was Mr. Pib. We had Mr. Pib yeah. and tea, and you know. So no, we didn't grow up with like the healthiest eating habits. All right, so we know that that's carried on into adulthood. So yeah. what is your guilty pleasure now? Like your go-to junk food now? It, it would be sitting down with probably a bag of Cheetos and a Dr. Pepper, which yeah. it used to be a Reese's peanut butter cup, but since I can't eat chocolate or peanut butter anymore, yeah. it's Cheetos. Well, and so a Dr. that's Pepper. yeah. The Reese's peanut butter cup and a Dr. Pepper is mine, but I do love like Cheez Its, chips, any kind of salty. Salty. Oh, so yeah. good. I know. Um, so, but let's also acknowledge I really think that Christians are some of the most unhealthy yeah. groups of people. Um, yeah, why do you right. think that is? I don't know. I mean, well, I know for me, I've always said that. Uh, a Coke and a Reese's when I used to eat all that, that was my vice, right? Yeah. Like if I get stressed, if I got upset about something, I, I didn't drink, I didn't smoke, yeah. I didn't do all these other things. And so I would get that and it would kind of relieve a little stress. So I think maybe that's what it is. Like we yeah. tend to lean on some of those other food instead yeah. of some of the other, are they are they worse things? I guess. I don't know. We justify it that <laughs> way. Do. I mean, I've said yeah. that before because mm-hmm. I have seen that with my addiction yeah. to sugar and carbs, I've said many times that I can sympathize with drug addicts because I feel the draw to unhealthy foods. Yeah. And I will tell myself, okay, I'm going to start again and I'm going to do better. Yeah. But then every single time I, I go s- back to those old habits. Yeah, I've, I have too. Yeah, but here's what we have to understand is it is not, and this This is not what this episode is about. It is not about a number on a scale. We have got to get past measuring our worth by how much we weigh or what size our pants are. But we've got to examine ourselves through the lens of what do we crave and do we control what we ingest or does the food control us? And the fact of the matter is that a lot of our health issues are first world (laughs) problems. We have such an abundance of food yet no self-control. Well, I can attest to that because back in 2019, and I've talked about this before, we went on a trip to Africa and, you know, we go into one of the villages and I mean, the children there for lunch, they had this big pot. I just call it schlop. I don't know what it was, was. but they would just pour Mm. it into a, a little bowl for the kids and they ate that. They were excited to get that. That was their lunch for the day. Maybe for dinner, they might get some rice and beans that is it. Wow. Most of them didn't eat breakfast. They didn't have snacks. And, you know, even like to drink something, they yeah. would have to go to the village well to pump water from the well and then bring back the jugs to their house to have something. And I looked in those jugs and it would be moldy or just very uh, dirty. And I bet the water was definitely not clean either. No. And so our issue we that we that have is definitely a first world problem. It is not something that some of your third world countries have issues with right. because they don't have they the don't options have that we have. And I, I can't help but think that we live in a world where food is rewards. Like how often yeah. have we said, all right, kids, if you're good today, we'll go get an ice cream. Yeah. Oh, right? I, I say know? it all the time. Yeah. I know. It, or, you know, if we have a good day, we're going to go get a Starbucks coffee. You know, we don't treat food as 
okay, we need it to sustain our body, but it's more about, it kind of controls our life. You know, everything we do revolves around food. I mean, I tell my husband all the time, if we added up what we spend on food, but I guess because I always say that that's our social activity. Yeah, it is. Is food, you know, like we go and socialize with church people or friends over a meal. Over a meal. Yeah. yeah. So let's dive into three areas of physical health. And the three that we're going to talk about today are nutrition, exercise, and rest. So Ashley, let's go ahead and dig into nutrition first. So first of all, let's establish that we are no longer bound by the ceremonial laws regarding food. So the Jews were supposed to adhere to the law where food was considered clean or unclean. The law was fulfilled and we now live under grace. We can live by verses like 1 Corinthians 10, 23. All things are lawful for me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but all things edify not. Yeah, so this is one verse that allows us to live within the boundaries of Christian liberty, right? So talking about the Jewish people, they would not have been allowed to eat pork because that would have been considered unclean. If I want to eat pork now, I can't. If I want to eat carbs now, I can't. Or junk food or fried foods or whatever it is, I can do that. However... He warns us to not take advantage of those liberties. Sure, I can eat what I want, but I will reap the Mm -hmm. consequences of my decisions. I have the freedom to eat what I want, but not everything I can eat will benefit me. You know, I tell my kids all the time, you get to choose to do what you want to do, but you do not get to choose the consequences that may follow after those choices that you make. So sure, I can have ice cream after every meal, but that doesn't change the fact that there could be unwanted results that follow, like high sugar or diabetes or sluggishness or weight gain or any of those consequences that may fall follow after my bad choices. Yeah, and I have to, so I have made a conscious effort the last probably month to try and start, I have no soft drinks in my house. You know, there's just been some yeah. stricter things that I've been placing in the home And it's not because I want to see a number on the scale change for me or my kids or anything, but it's because I realized some of the things that I was doing, it was impacting my kids, especially my older child negatively and feeling sluggish with the sugar. There's just too much sugar. And so we've made that change. And so now I have seen my oldest go to the restaurant now and order water. Yeah. And if he does have an off chance that he drinks a soda he feels he told me he's like I feel bad now you know I've gotten used to drinking and I'm like it really affects the way you feel yeah so let's look at two stories in the Bible Eve in Genesis 3 6 we've talked about how she sinned but have you ever thought that the first sin involved food Wow. It's like it was directed towards us. Wow. (laughs) To women. And it was a woman. Like, so ultimately her sin was disobedience to God. But I, I don't think that it's a coincidence that her sin revolved around food. It was pleasing, desirable. Satan tempted her with something that looked delicious and she ate. Yeah. Yeah. And so... We can also counter that with Jesus from Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 through 11. So he had just spent 40 days fasting. And what was the first thing that Mm -hmm. Satan used to tempt him? It was, yeah, it was his ability to turn the stones into bread. He was tempted with food. But let's see what Jesus did in contrast to Eve. So Eve took and she ate and she gave in. He took the devil back to the word of God. Jesus said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth 
out of the mouth of God. So he took him back to God's word rather than giving in to the desire to have bread. You know, after 40 and days. You know he was starving. He was so hungry. <laughs> yeah, but he knew that the, the temptation that Satan was giving him was not going to benefit him. Right. Because what he was doing was trying to draw closer to the Father. That's right. Um, I was reminded in Lisa Turkhurst's book, it's I'll Start Again Monday. How many times have you said that? Mm. <laughs> I say it Monday. all the time. Monday is this the day. This Monday. Yeah. But she says, Eve craved what she focused on. We consume what we think about, and what we think about can consume us if we're not careful. But what did Jesus crave? He had spent 40 days with his father fasting and praying. He craved the word of God, and he used that, that thing that he craved, to counter the temptations of the devil. Yeah, it's crazy to think that the way we can counter the cravings and bad eating habits we have is through the word of God. But We can turn away temptation by seeking to honor the Lord even in our nutrition. And I always love seeing science catching up to God's word. It seems that there has been a lot of talk lately about the benefits of fasting. But Jesus set that example for us. And it's not just a spiritual benefit, as we'll discuss next week, but it benefits us physically. And I've seen that myself because I've gotten to where I don't eat until 1 or 2 o'clock. Yeah. You know, and it makes a big difference being yeah. able to fast. And, you know, you think, because we do see a lot of trends, you know, like different diets and things like that. And a lot of people are talking about fasting. Yeah. But this is something, as a Christian, that we are supposed to implement in our life. Yeah. And, you know, I have, and we'll get into this later, especially when it, we talk about the spiritual benefits. But when we, in the church, when we talk about fasting, people are like, oh, well, I'm going to fast from social media or whatever. And those are things that we should fast from. Right. But what the Bible talks about when it talks about fasting is denying yourself food. food. Yeah. Every time. Food. That's what it's talking about. Yeah. So, That's right. All right. So we've talked about the nutrition part of it. Now let's talk about exercise. First Timothy 4.8 says, For bodily exercise profiteth little, but godliness is profitable unto all things having promise of the life that now is and that which is to come. So a few years ago, I um, met with a personal trainer. And this verse always comes to my mind because he talked a lot about the 80-20 rule, which was our health is 80% nutrition and 20% exercise. And even some would say that it's 90% nutrition and 10% exercise. And that goes back once again. Those are things that we're being taught by nutritionists and by personal trainers. The Bible tells us that exercise profits little. And what is the biggest issue with nutrition? Mm Self-control, right? And self-control is a fruit of the Spirit in Galatians. So godliness is what is profitable and it's just crazy to me how all of that is tied together. It is crazy. It's it's really, I don't know. I mean, I think about exercise and how many times I fell off the wagon with exercise. And, but trying to eat healthy or eat right, I can I find myself losing more weight focusing on how I eat versus right. focusing on exercising exercise. every day. Yeah. But it doesn't tell us not to exercise. That scripture doesn't. But It's just not as beneficial to us as godliness. But as we talk about, you know, we talked about this a couple weeks ago when we looked at the Proverbs 31 woman, she was physically strong and that comes from physical exertion, whether through physical work or exercise. So what are some things we can do if we have a more sedentary job or lifestyle, which I've been there many, many years. (laughs) Yes. I mean, you know, you think, you know, when we talked about this, when we talked about the Proverbs 31 woman is that. 
Um, some of the tasks that we do now were a lot more physical, mm-hmm. you know, washing clothes and things like that and having to scrub them by the hand. Move and stuff, I think, probably all right, the time. Right, to where we have all of these modern conveniences now that we don't have to put in the physicalness right. that comes with it. I don't know if that's a word or not, but yeah. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have <laughs> to do good, that. Right? Yeah. Um, so for me, I am more apt to stick to exercise if I'm enjoying what yeah. I do. So I have some friends, they love CrossFit. I have tried it. That is not, it's not for me. I don't like it, (laughs) but I do love group workouts. Um, I have other friends that they love to run. Mm -hmm. I hate, if I'm running, somebody's chasing me. If I see people running, it just exhausts me. I've never enjoyed running. I've tried it. You know, I've tried to build up to where I can run a little bit better. I'm just not great at it. Um, But I do like to walk. I like to walk my neighborhood. Um, and I know I talked a while back about, you know, that I've had my cortisol levels tested and they were high. And mm-hmm. one thing that I've, I have done some research on this is not to do exercise that stresses right. you because that makes your cortisol, cortisol level even higher. go higher. <laughs> yeah. So I tend to look for exercises that are going to kind of help alleviate some stress and walking my neighborhood and things like that are good. So what are some of the things that you enjoy to do for exercise? <laughs> Nothing. No, I'm kidding. No, I mean, I've, I'll be honest, I have never been an exercise person. I never exercised. I mean, you know, growing up, we played outside. I was, yeah. I was physical up until I probably started high school. Starting high school, I didn't really do a whole lot. Right. I would play sports and stuff, but I didn't in high school, but I, I didn't exercise. I didn't do anything like that yeah. when I was growing up. Um, I think that's a little bit more prevalent in today's society that all the younger kids are starting to get into exercising a yeah, little bit more. Yeah, because my kids love it. Yeah, and we, I didn't do that. I didn't then, Even the people that I knew didn't really exercise either. So um, it was very hard for me when I got older and got my sedentary job, speaking of that, because right out of college, when I got my, it was probably my second office job, but technically I, I sat in front of a computer for years and years nine, 10 hours a day Day, on my butt. Like I would get up to go to lunch, but that's it, you know? And so I, I gained a lot of weight during that time Mm -hmm. because not only was I sitting all day long, I was eating junk, junk too, because it was going and grabbing this or that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that, that was big time. Um, exercise. I don't know. I mean, I, I did start, after I had Reese and I was home, I made a point to, and just me being home and move, walking across the house a hundred times a yeah. day. And gosh, you don't realize just how much that is when you have a job where you sit all day. I'm telling yeah. you, it is not healthy for you. I had tried, I had started with a group when I, before I left work that we would get up and walk every hour in a group of oh, us. And good. they supported yeah. that at work. Like our HR would send out stuff, get up yeah. and move. And we did have a little, um, exercise gym that I used maybe twice at the office, but we would get up and we would walk around our building, a that's group of good. us. Yeah. And that's what we did there for a little bit. But after I had Reese, I was like, look, I'm, I'm going to lose this weight. I'm going to get healthy because I just felt bad. It wasn't right. about, you know, the way I looked necessarily, but I felt terrible. And I did, I bought me a Peloton I got on it and I exercised and I started watching what I ate, but I I still think that it was what I ate because I have been able to keep the weight off eating better and I haven't, I haven't exercised. Okay. So that's one, one of my challenges that I'm trying to start doing again is getting back into it. And it's not, and it's not about the way I look, but it's strength wise. I don't feel 
strong the best yeah. right like I may be I've always said when I was younger I was a unhealthy skinny yeah you know and that's how I feel now I, I don't feel strong I I get winded if I jog down the driveway yeah. after the kids or something so it's more about building up some strength in and just being able to sustain and stuff more yeah. more so than anything but I, I'm really not the best with yeah. exercise you've done a whole lot more than I, I love ever exercise have. I've um, never gotten to where I love it yeah I mm-hmm. used to get up and do I would do a boot camp with a group of people I've cut that out um just because I like my sleep yeah because I had to get up very early for that very but I have always been very consistent especially since I've had kids you know, Landon's 11 years old, and I started doing that when he was a, after I had yeah. him. Um, so I've been very consistent with that, but it, it kind of ebbs and flows, right. you know, through seasons of whatever we're going through that I'll set back a little bit. Or, but for the most part, I've kind of stuck with that, but my nutrition is where I struggle yeah. more than anything. But so we've talked about um, nutrition and exercise, but another area that the Bible talks about is rest and we see this example all the way back in genesis at creation god created the earth and all its inhabitants in six days and then what did god do on the seventh day he rested yeah yeah but not only that in exodus when god gave moses the ten commandments god gave instructions to all of us that we should remember the sabbath and keep it holy and he goes on to say that six days you'll work and labor but on the seventh day it's the lord's day a day of rest So a while back, I would meet with a young lady who was in college to have coffee and help aid in her discipleship, but she had attended a Bible study about rest and about the Sabbath, and I'll never forget one day she asked me, she said, Tabitha, how do you and your family spend your Sabbath? What does it look like? How do you rest? And I Mm -hmm. paused, and I was like, first of all, I've never had anyone ask me that, and then secondly, I'm like, I I don't have one. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Um, Not only uh, did I not have one, I felt guilty when I did have a day of rest. I felt like I had to fill it with something. Um, So, Ashley, how do you think you and your family do when it comes to rest? Um, I don't know. I've never been a nap person. Naps make me feel like crap when I get up, so I'd just rather not. I like to nap. See, I, I can't. Um, like, Aaron could lay down for, like, 10, 15, yeah. 20 minutes, and he's he's great. You know, I can't. Yeah. So, I if if I get up early and I'm tired, I just keep going because I'm like, at least then I'll be able to sleep tonight, you know. Yeah. And, and for the most part, I, I sleep okay at night. I, I don't know. I guess I've never really thought about rest, really. Well, I'll you know, tell you this story. Speaking of napping, um, when I think about rest, I think about taking a nap from time to time, and I always think about this story, so I'm probably throwing my mom under the bus now. <laughs> Everybody's going to hate me after this episode. Sorry, Mom. Um, but several years ago, and this was before the twins were born, and mind you, Maddie and Landon are 22 months apart. Um, so one day, I think I had had a Bible study that morning that I, that we had gone to, or maybe it was even at our house, but that afternoon when the kids were napping... I laid down with them, and I mean, I fell into a one of those hard oh, yeah. sleeps. Like we were like out. out for hours, I think. And if you know my mom, my mom and I, we talk every day. But if she can't get in touch with me, then she, yep. her mind we is, have this in common. Yeah, <laughs> automatically goes to something's wrong. What's yep. wrong? Yep. So she ends up calling Derek at work. She calls a couple of the ladies that she knew I was having Bible study with that morning. Like, have y'all talked to Tabitha? Is she okay? Anyway, by the end of that day, multiple (laughs) people knew that I had taken a nap that day. (laughs) I was so embarrassed. 
Um, but it makes me think sometimes, like, why are we embarrassed to need rest, to take a nap if that's what our body is craving? You know, and I, I don't know. I think about that, and maybe it's because we wear our busy schedules as a badge of honor. Like, oh, well, I'm, I'm busy. I'm doing this yeah. and this and this and this. And it, it makes us look like, like someone of importance. Or or, I, don't I don't know. know. If we we take a nap. Yeah, know. and so, therefore, if we say that, oh, well, we, we've napped all day. Or we yeah. do know that it looks like we have done nothing all day. Yeah, like we're and lazy. there is a and balance. I mean, there's let's a balance. Face it. Like we're not, I know, we're not I called know, to laziness. I have known people in the past that, like, they would nap all day, every day. I mean, yeah. you know, and it's like, you just can't. It's not laziness. That's right. But you have to rest. I know those days that I'm exhausted because I haven't slept well that right. night before. I'm no good for me, my kids, yeah, for or anybody. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we talked about last week about Elijah. Like, that was one of the things that God told him to do is, like, you know, let's get you fed. Yeah. And then you need to rest. You need to rest. And I think about the most exhaustive time I probably have ever been in my life was after you had that baby. You know, and you're up feeding all night and all day. And it's just like, and so then your chance to take a nap is when they nap. And so you always hear everybody tell young moms, nap when they nap i know but, but then you know, you're like there's so uh, much that was bottles me. need to be washed yes. clothes need to yes. be washed that's you know, when i took the opportunity and i still do that so it's yeah. like if reese takes a nap or something i'm like okay that's the I've only time that i to have get everything to do this today. this and this yeah. yeah so i don't know I, I, but rest is so very important you can't function and be the person that you need to be without being rested yeah um so what is the purpose, Tabitha, for us talking about this today? Well, I want to answer what's the purpose with another quote from Lisa Turkhurst's book that I mentioned earlier. She says, it's not the how-to I'm missing, it's the want-to. Really wanting to make lasting changes and deciding that the results of those changes are worth the sacrifice. She goes on to say, with Jesus, if we want to gain, we must give up. To be filled, we must deny ourselves. To truly get close to God, we'll have to distance ourselves from other things. To conquer our cravings, we'll have to redirect them to God. God made us capable of cravings, so we'd have an unquenchable desire for more of Him and Him alone. Nothing changes until we make the choice to redirect our misguided cravings to the only one capable of satisfying them. So that's my question for you today with what's the purpose? What are you craving? What is the first thing you turn to? Jesus or Oreos? Mm. Jesus or Starbucks coffee? Jesus or chips? You know, what what are you craving? And whatever you are craving is what's controlling you. And one of our listeners made a great point through our Instagram question box that we did. And she said, the habits you make set the tone for your household. Your kids watch your habits and your spouse admires them. So let's just talk about that for a second, Tabitha, because it's Well, you really know, you true. mentioned that, like, you saw with your own eating yeah. habits that that was pouring over it's into your kids. Yeah. And I see that as well. And we're normally the ones who do the grocery shopping and in our home. Like, yeah. what are we? That's exactly what I was going to yeah. say. I have stopped buying those things. Yeah. You can't snack on Oreos. You can't if they're not in your house. eat yeah. chips all day if they're not there. Yeah. And so I have made a point. I don't buy it. Yeah. And there'll be sometimes that I'm looking for something sweet. And guess what? I don't have anything sweet until I make it. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you. I have completely changed around with the processed foods and 
and the things like that. If my kids or my husband's like, I want something sweet, I'll go and I'll make a pan of brownies from scratch. It's not that hard. I have a fantastic recipe. I'll yeah. send, maybe yes. I'll post it yeah, out there I'm for you it. guys because <laughs> they're so good. But you know everything that's in it. And I'm yeah. sorry, I, I really don't think the sugar and all that's that bad for you when you make it yourself yeah. and you know what's in it versus buying the store stuff. So, you know, we've seen a change in that and as well as what we're drinking. I only have water at the yeah. house, but I will make tea. I control the what I put in it. I make a green tea and I'll put like a cup of sugar in it. Whereas before I would put two cups of <laughs> sugar in a gallon of tea. You know? Out, you know? <laughs> yeah, we love our sweet tea. So yeah. I will make tea, but it's it's things that I make instead of buying the Gatorades and the yeah. junk for the kids. And so it's made a big difference That's in the true. household and how we feel. And also mom had turned us on it's actually our uncle david turned mom on to this little apple cider vinegar drink are you still doing it yes i did it this morning i am not making this is not my goal because it is awful <laughs> but it, i'm telling you so it does make a difference it makes a difference i'll tell you me aaron and pace and i'll pour a little orange juice because i mix it with orange juice but um i've mixed mine this, with grape juice yeah it's just a little apple cider vinegar a tablespoon of it mixed with some water and some juice or something every night before bed um it's supposed to have like lowering your blood pressure um just to help with your digestion inflammation, and all of your digestion yeah and so every night we've been having this drink and paces in it we'll be like all right salute Aaron will say <laughs> we just all chug it you know because it is nasty <laughs> that stuff is and I give Reese just a little cup of orange juice so he thinks he's getting involved too but we have ran out of juice the last couple of days and Aaron's like where's our drink why, why are we falling off <laughs> yeah. with our drink? You know, but I mean, it really, we felt Makes a difference. Inflammation, so, I think it's supposed yeah. to help that too. Yeah. So it's just implementing those things, but implementing it across yeah. the, your family, you know. Maybe that's where I'm missing it. I'm trying to do it by, by myself. yourself. Don't do yeah. it by yourself. This is gross. Get, make Derek get involved <laughs> and Landon and Maddie. Yeah. And, you know, um, I'm surprised Pace is doing it because he is very picky. But he is, and he feels yeah. like he's a part of something. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so make everyone a part of it. And don't make it like it's... You're doing it for weight loss or you're, yeah, you're doing it health. to get healthy, yeah. you know, to where the kids, they can play sports better. They can run better. And we, we're just, we're healthier and we feel better. Like right. that's the whole reason for doing it. So what is a challenge, Tapta, that you can give us that we can take into, let's say, we always say the next week, what about a challenge that we can take for the rest, something we can implement for the rest, for of, the our rest lives. of our lives? Yeah. yeah. So one thing that uh, anytime that you challenge yourself, and you're setting goals for yourself is to make sure that it's measurable and it's attainable. Yeah. Something that is not so far-fetched that you're not going to be able to stick with. Um, and I think this is where I have fallen short in the past is that I'm like, okay, I want to lose 50 pounds yeah. in three months. And yeah. that's just not attainable for right. me to do without some and drastic then you get discouraged. And yeah, so and then I just give up. You give up completely. So yeah. that is, you know, something that I want us to consider. So with the Watch the Challenge, Ashley, I want to ask you, what is your goal and how are you going to get there? Okay, so like I said, I have started about a month ago trying to do these things. A goal for my family and that, hey, let's all maybe try to help each other out with this, yeah. um, is to limit the processed foods limit what I buy mm -hmm. to keep in my pantry and in my fridge for my kids to eat and snack on, as well as myself to eat and snack on. Just basically making better choices. Right. Um, I've I've limited fast food. I'm trying to make everything at home. You know, yeah. sometimes Pace doesn't like it because he loves him some Zaxby's. Yeah. That kid, I, I need to own Zaxby's stock. <laughs> well, in you're like his favorite person because you took him. <laughs> he loves Zaxby's. I swear he could eat it every day. 
So I've cut out a lot of that, you know, so it's, it's that, but also in regards to exercise, you talking about making it attainable, something you can sustain. That's huge. Think Mm -hmm. of you, your personality. I'm not somebody that is huge on exercise. I started out trying to do, I think her name's, um, Caroline Gervin on, on YouTube. She's got all of these like 30 day, like workouts. Mm -hmm. And I think I picked one of her harder ones to start with. And I was so sore, I could not move. And my husband has always worked out. He kind of fell off, but he's been back into it big time. And so I told him, I said, how do you get past the, I'm so sore, I can't move or pick up my child, bend over to give him a bath feeling. I said, because that's awful. I feel like I can't even take care of my kids. But I was starting out with something that was way too much for me. So I have decided I'm going to go back to the basics. Start walking. Yeah. Simply walking or pick up beginner workouts to start doing before I jump into something like that. Yeah. That I'm like, geez, like this is way too hard. (laughs) And like you said, you just fall right back off. So it's, it's making little adjustments that we can continue to do. And it's a lifestyle change and not just, you know, something we're doing temporarily for, for weight loss. It's not a diet. Like nothing that I'm doing says anything diet. Don't put me on a diet. Right. I'm still going to have my sweets, but I'm going to make them instead of, buying them or you know so I don't know that's kind of me what about you what are some goals that you're gonna set for yourself right now what are you doing well of course (laughs) I'm like so many of you I have a number in mind that I would love to see on the scale again but as Ashley and I have already talked about that is not what today's episode is about it's more about self-control it's about self-evaluation and evaluating the things that I'm physically consuming and are they profitable for me and unfortunately I have not been doing well when it comes to my physical health. So, all right, so here's my goals. Nutrition is I do not want to go on some crazy diet because I don't stick with it. No. But my goal is to eat until I'm satisfied. That's and maybe huge. that is not measurable and attainable. I don't know, but I know when I am satisfied. Yeah. I know when I'm not over. You know when you oh, yeah. feel yourself to where you're like over the top and I can't move. But you also know... Okay, I've eaten something. I'm hungry, mm-hmm. so I'm going to eat something, and then I'm, I'm, satisfied, I'm satisfied, and then stop. That's right, yeah. And that, it sounds simple enough, right? But I'm not interested in going on a crazy diet, but mm-hmm. I am interested in honoring God with my choices, and if I eat until I'm satisfied, then I won't overindulge. It's just like gluttony. If you yeah, start exactly. thinking about that, you really get into gluttony. Well, and it's just practicing self-control, yeah. which will then ultimately lead to less snacking and less eating. Um, And then secondly, exercise. I'm going back to my New Year's resolution that I started back in January because I can do this. I've proven to myself that I've done it. I have just fallen off the wagon. Four workouts per week, just 30 minutes a day. Um, And that's really all that we need, you know. And I've, once again, I've met with um, dietitians and nutritionists before who have said that like 30 minutes of exercise, if we can just get that, that is beneficial for us. So I'm just going to stick with that. And if I happen to, you know, because once you start moving and you start exercising, sometimes it's not just 30, it goes to 45 minutes or an hour. Um, but if I can just at least get that 30 minutes in, then I will feel so much better. And then thirdly is rest. And I'm really going to do my best to be in bed by 10 through the week because we're now while we're still in summer we're getting up a lot earlier because my kids have sports very early Landon is meeting for football at 7 30 in the morning four days a week and so trying to make sure we're all in bed by 10 through the week and then 
you know, who knows? I may throw in a couple of naps throughout the week, too, just to make sure I'm getting the rest that I need. That way you can be the best mom you can be for your four children and the best wife you can be. Exactly. So, well, you know, we hope that you will take the challenge with us set some measurable and attainable goals that fit your lifestyle and your own personal situation. And we love to hear from you this week on Instagram, Facebook, as we share some of our journey with you. Let us know what your goals are and let's encourage one another as we pursue a healthy lifestyle together. We've mentioned this so many times before, but our bodies are the temple of God. If you are a child of God, the Holy Spirit lives within you and our responsibility is to take care of the gift of our bodies to the best of our abilities. And I also wanted wanted to add, because as we have been preparing for this, on the way to meet you today, I was listening to an interview with Nancy Piercy um, just this morning, and she brought out a good point that so many times we view the body as bad. You know, because we talk about the flesh, um, and that the soul and the spirit equals good, but the body, the flesh equals bad. And while our flesh is sinful and we are born into a sinful state, you know, God could have created us as spiritual beings without flesh, but he chose to create a physical world, a world where we have bodies, a world where our bodies are the temple of God and the spirit can dwell within us. So we need to respect that respect what God has given us and respect the abilities that he has given us to use for his glory, right? We can walk, we can talk, we can do all of these things all because we have a body. So we need to be respectful of what he has given us. But if we're unhealthy, how can we ever do the things that he wants us to do? And how can we ever go out and minister and do all these things for the Lord if we're unhealthy and we feel bad all the time? You know, and that goes back to what we've talked about, that it's not a self-centeredness. That's right. Because when I feel terrible, I am self-centered. I'm constantly thinking about myself. But -hmm. when I feel good, I've cut my food off and Mm -hmm. I've not overindulged. I'm not thinking about myself. I'm thinking about how can I go out and minister to others. And when you exercise and you, you, that gives you more energy. When you feel energized, you're more out to, oh, I'm going to go to Wednesday night tonight because you know what? I feel good. I feel good. You know, I'm going to get up and I'm going to go to Sunday school because guess what? I feel good. And I'm rested. Yeah. Or I'm going to go help on this ministry this weekend because I feel good. So it's not just about, like you said, it's not a self-centeredness. It's a... Let's get healthy so that we can do what we need to do for the Lord. Yeah. Um, so, Tabitha, I just feel like we just need to close out in a word of prayer that uh, with this episode. So, we just mind taking us to the throne of grace? Sure. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we just want to come to you today. Lord, we thank you for the bodies that you have given us. Lord, we are blessed to be able to um, do all the things that you have given us the, the ability to do. And, God, I pray that we would honor you with our whole life, God. Um, you, the Holy Spirit dwells within us. And I I pray that each one of us can be responsible with that, God, that we would take our nutrition, we would take exercise, we would take the idea of rest, and we would honor you with every decision that we make. But most of all, I pray that we would just practice self-control because that is a form of godliness that you are calling each of us to. Lord, we love you. We thank you for all that you've done in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening today. We hope that you have enjoyed the episode. Make sure you're following along with us on Facebook, on Instagram. We cannot wait to hear what some of your challenges are, and we hope that you jump on board with us. Thank you so much for your support. Remember, a sincere desire to become purposeful woman of God starts with changing focus from me to thee. God bless from our hearts to yours. See ya.